Hello, welcome to the BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Line's in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. We are today doing this podcast after the recent RBI policy meeting outcome has come. And as you would know, the RBI hiked the policy date by 50 basis points to 5.4%. Although there was an expectation that the rate hike will be around 35 basis points, but RBI kind of front-loaded the rate hike again. And this, people say, is the third straight hike. And this has come at a time when all of us around us, there is a lot of price rise, that is inflation. And this was clearly again communicated by the policy statement that came from the RBI. To discuss more on this, we have with us Hari Vishwanath, Chief Research Analyst. Hi, Hari. Hi, Kumar. Hari, today we are going to discuss about the RBI policy rate hike yet again and uh, what happens to markets and corporate earnings from here on. As we can start with the, uh, the first query that is probably on everybody's minds, right? This yeah. is the third straight interest rate hike that has happened in a quite a short period of time, right? So yeah. what will be its impact on corporate earnings, so to speak? Okay. So, Kumar, the first thing we have to understand is monetary policy always acts with a lag effect, all right? It could be minimum three months, six months or nine months as well. So when, let's say, I see that the interest rates have been increased today, and mm. they're, I mean, they, inc- they started increasing in May first week, and mm. then since then we've had three rounds of rate hikes. When I mm. see that, I can't look at economy today and say that everything is going as expected. All right, policy acts with a lag effect, which is what mm. we are saying globally. Also, the U.S. Fed has started raising interest rates quite a few months back, but still mm. inflation in the previous month was at uh, multi-decade high levels. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so that is one thing. Mm. So, and what is the objective of these interest rate hikes? The central bank governor wants the economy to cool a little bit. Mm. They want excess demand to reduce, mm. and uh, so that price stability comes into the picture. All right. Okay. Okay. So, so basically, they want prices to cool, cool off, off a little bit. All right. Correct. Yes. As far as interest rates, what was all the expectation for corporate earnings prior to the interest rate increase? And then we've had much higher than expected interest rate increases in a very short period of time. Then obviously there has to be some impact on corporate earnings at some point in time. Okay. Okay. Whether it's going to come within the next uh, two quarters or next quarter or six months down the line, it's Mm. difficult to ascertain. But you can say yes, whatever was the estimate, let's say the consensus estimate for corporate earnings three months back, it's Mm. going to be lower than that in FI23 and probably in FI24 also, as monetary policy acts with a lag effect. Of course, this will impact different companies differently. Some companies may benefit. Some Mm. companies will uh, face face some impact because demand might reduce as interest rates go up. Some might also be more leveraged and their cost of borrowing will go up. So how Mm. this will impact individual companies needs to be seen at company-specific level. At mm. a broader level, there is going to be some negative impact on corporate earnings. 
Okay. Okay. Versus what was estimated before? Before, correct. So I'm curious to know that the rate hike was announced on Friday, and yeah. then stock markets were still trading, and the markets ended up. I think. I think the Bank Nifty itself ended up 0.4 percent, and markets also mm-hmm. kind of ended in the green. So I am curious to know, though corporate earnings, as you say, will have a likely impact, a negative impact. Yeah. Then, then why are equity markets not reacting that negatively? Because this happens to be the third consecutive rate hike, right? So, what is yes. the uh, gap there in terms of understanding? Yes, well, there are multiple factors, right? Markets are in mm. are a combination of fundamentals, liquidity, and sentiment. Sentiment mm. appears to be pretty positive, right? We are actually, mm. if you see, mm. is almost flat on a year-to-date basis. Now, mm. that's pretty surprising when you actually see that many unexpected things have happened from the start of the year. If you were expecting this kind of increase in interest rates by the U.S. Federal Reserve or the European Central Bank, or mm. in India as well. Very few were actually expecting the Russia-Ukraine war. Many thought the war will not happen. That mm. is another thing. So, and then of course, oil prices shooting up, being volatile, etc. Despite that, markets are uh, Nifty is flattish. So you have to say uh, say that sentiment remains good. Fundamentals are definitely weaker than what it was. Liquidity is also reducing. So maybe you can say that sentiment is still positive and. That is keeping the markets buoyant to some extent. So, but but if you look into the fundamentals, the markets are expensive. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Okay, the Nifty 50 is trading at around uh, 20 times one-year forward earnings. Okay, it's between 20 to 21 times one-year forward earnings as of now. And mm-hmm. the RBI policy rate, the repo rate, it's around uh, 25 basis points above mm-hmm. where it was pre-COVID. That is. We had big interest rate reductions when uh, when the pandemic hit in March 2020. So prior to that, just prior to that, the RBI inter, the policy rate was 5.15. Now we are at 5.40. So we are okay. Above, we are above the rate at which uh, we are, the policy rate was pre-COVID. Yeah. And the markets were trading at around 18 times one-year forward earnings uh, pre-COVID. Mm. So uh, at least during the uh, phase of COVID, uh, when all the economies were going through recessions, uh, the justification to buy into equities was interest rates are so low, there is no alternative, and Mm. hence buy equities. But now interest rates are higher than what it was pre-COVID at the policy Mm. level. So so what is going to happen is over a period of time at your deposit level also, the interest rates will catch up. So when interest rates are going up, obviously on a fundamental basis, the benchmark index is trading expensive. So you have higher interest rates and the Mm. earnings growth expected over the next one year from the base of the previous year is uh, is likely to be between 10 to 15 percent. I think it will come closer to 10 percent because of the global slowdown. And this is much slower than what we were expecting close to 20 percent growth in one year forward earnings Mm. pre-COVID. Mainly mm. driven by the fact that the banks had been going through a lot of stress due to NPAs. And mm. the expectation was that uh, most of the stress was uh, behind and uh, the bounce in bank earnings will boost Nifty earnings by 20% in FI21. That was the expectation pre-COVID. Okay. Right. So we are having slower earnings growth, higher interest rates, 
so the markets are expensive i mean we can't deny the markets are expensive so the sentiment is what is kind of still i think so i think sentiment is what is buying the market so as long as sentiment is positive it can sustain but sentiment okay. can turn around in a whiff so okay. investors need to be cautious about globally we have seen the us fed and that's a point you mentioned as well has done many rate hikes and inflation is a problem there too right so what's yeah. fueling inflation today everywhere is there a common thread and importantly uh, can this be controlled by raising interest rates as all the central bankers are doing yes see uh, the thing is obviously economists don't agree mainly there are many leading nobel laureates with completely contradictory viewpoints but what appeals to me is uh, the views of milton friedman where mm. uh, in a famous talk few decades back he gave a presentation that inflation has always been a monetary phenomenon okay already right. he made his presentation based on and uh, based on research of data pertaining to 100 years in the us over 200 years in the uk okay and, uh, and he said whenever money supply increases mm. inflation follows with a lag effect okay okay all right uh, so that is what uh, uh, he's proven but mm. then what has happened is in the last 12 to 13 years both the global financial crisis mm. despite central bankers flooding some of the developed market economies with liquidity inflation remained low so there were counter views that uh, things have changed and milton friedman's views on monetary expansion impacting inflation uh, mm. may not hold good but okay. one thing we have to see is he based his research on 100 years of data and mm. some of the counters to his view is based on 10 to 15 years of data okay. so you have to see which is more reliable it's always research based on 100 years of data so yes correct so we can't ignore the possibility that probably this inflation has a lot to do because of the flooding of global economies with liquidity okay all right so that could be one of the main reasons of course there could be supply chain there could be uh, oil shocks etc mm. uh, but let's say probably the global stimulus uh, uh, had started unwinding once economy showed signs of recovery by end of 2020 or early 2021 maybe we may not have had this levels of uh, inflation so uh, so i think there's a decent chance that it's less to do with supply chains uh, see part of the things we are having with supply chain constraints was that demand also shot up and why did mm. demand shoot up it went up because uh, money was printed and given to people Mm. in some of the developed economies right mm. so uh, the stimulus fiscal and monetary stimulus was pretty uh, pretty large mm. and when there is a let's say for example uh, if you are given money to stay at home you are not productive right mm. let's say you go to a work you do your job and you earn your money you are actually mm. doing something productive your company benefits your economy benefits mm. and but if you are giving a stimulus when for people to stay at home which was required mm. in march 2020 so let me mm. know, let me be clear that that was required because there was a lockdown and yes it was the responsibility of the system to protect the vulnerable but then again stimulus that was done in 2021 was that all required mm. uh, yes maybe for people at the bottom of the pyramid yes it was required was it required for the larger population 
there were people who were staying at home having their full time jobs uh, and they were also getting uh, stimulus benefiting from mm. the stimulus so maybe uh, pro- the productivity in the economy reduced because of excessive stimulus and, okay uh, that so this could be the causes for uh, inflation and one more interesting thing that uh, milton friedman has said is that he compares inflation to alcoholism okay and he says mm. monetary uh, stimulus that is money printing mm. uh, is like alcohol where the good effects come first and the okay. bad effects come later later okay and similarly okay. he said when you stop drinking or when you stop printing money the bad mm. effects come first mm. which is there will be pain in the economy the economy will slow down there may be a recession in uh, in some of the low growth economies and then you will have the good effects because the system would have adjusted uh, uh, adjusted and self corrected to some extent as money supply is withdrawn okay okay so coming back to specifically india again this higher interest rates will this negatively impact uh, foreign portfolio investor flows i'm i'm saying this because fpi you know has have yeah. sold as a group since last october although we saw some uptick yeah. in july so now that interest rates are kind of going and up and there's a trajectory there mm. are they going to affect uh, fpi inflows see the more we raise our interest rate the better it is for our currency vis-a-vis global currencies okay right see when you increase interest rates you're you're clearly sending a message you want to control inflation and inflation eats into the value of your money so the more mm. you raise interest rates the fpi might get confident that we are going to stem inflation which means mm. the value of the currency will be retained to better than what it can if interest rates are not increased so actually okay. from a flows into india point of view increasing interest rates is positive but the dichotomy we have now is that there is a long period of time when interest rates in india was high and uh, developed markets were slow and the fpi money could flow into our country but mm. now what is happening is that the rates in developed markets are also shooting up right the okay. us yeah yeah correct rate is around 2.25 now and uh, uh, today the us uh, jobs report uh, came and uh, that shows a very hot job market which means mm. the fed according to some experts the fed may also actually increase uh, the interest rate by another 75 basis points in the next meeting versus 50 okay. basis points was which was the expectation uh, and yesterday the bank of england made one of its largest rate hikes in the last 30 years mm, and mm. Uh, the bank of england governor has said uh, inflation may will go up further to 13% in uk mm. and they will have a long recession okay all right so the interest rates are going up in rest of the world to that extent the fpi flows the some of the portfolio managers will find diversifying into emerging markets the risk reward not favorable simply because the risk free us treasury two year bond is yielding mm. around uh, 3.3% as of now okay okay right okay, he's getting okay. the world's best most liquid investment option which is the mm. us treasury is offering mm. on a two year basis 3.3 so okay. they may look for more higher interest rates to take the risk of investing in emerging markets okay okay and my last question is about what what is the impact of higher interest rates on domestic currency i mean the rupee had uh, plumbed new uh, depths uh, recently and yeah. it was making new lows so with interest rates moving up locally is there a effect on that can be seen on 
the local currency vis-a-vis yes, -vis the dollar yes the more we increase the better it will be for our currency okay so this can work well for both the uh, local currency as well as the fpi flows yes but again which is what i was referring when you asked the previous question the thing is that the fpis are also get uh, the interest rates are moving up in the developed economies also mm -hmm. so see the higher the differential between developed economies interest rate and our uh, interest rates the better Correct. it is so we okay. need to have a higher spread actually mm. so that is important uh, so maybe the fpis may look for higher spreads versus the 3.3% that they are getting that they are already getting there yes. okay exactly okay 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 thank you hari those were really good insights from you and we hope that uh, it has helped our listeners uh, get a good understanding on this very difficult topic that is there because there are a lot of micros and macros at play that's it from us for this week stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at bl portfolio read us in print on sundays and online at the hindubusinessline.com/portfolio do share our podcast in your circles if you find them useful thank you so much Thank you.